Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Time will bring the real end of our trial. There'll be no remnants, no trace, no retention. The fear lands within you, and you won't remember me. Your face will be the reason I smile, but I will not see what I cannot have forever. I'll always love you. I hope you feel the same.
Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we have a really interesting show for you today, and I wanted to really speak with you about um, a couple of things that have been going on that was Maxwell's probably not finished playing completely. Um, but it's really, 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 really interesting. Um, the times are interesting. We have 50 million people here that outnumber black and white. Okay, let's just start the show off with that. 50 million people here outnumbering black and white. Um, We have this fake thing going on where they think you can't say anything, which really actually promotes people who are racist, where they can say racist things and promote hatred towards people who are darker. You know those comments where people say, um, well, people are really nice and you see wonderful people and wonderful things happening every now and then, which is which is really great and promotes a great, which um, promotes a lot of um, positive energy. And once in a while, when you have racism or something negative towards someone who is in certain dispositions, they could be someone who's very light or Caucasian, as in Caucasian, or they could be someone who has melanin in their skin. And once that racism hits, or once that negative, not racism, but sort of hatred, um, um, sort of relegating someone to a, 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 a different or lower disposition. It is racism to a certain degree, sometimes depending on what it is. Um, and when you hear people say things like everyone says that it's everywhere, um, it's actually promoting racism in the time where they're saying you can't say anything. Even if you could say anything, even when they were going around saying, you know, you have free speech, you can say anything you want. They still didn't say things like that. Everyone says it everywhere. Most of the United States and everyone knows it has not really been outside of the United States or even around different states. Certain states don't want people to go into other states, which is why we don't have that kind of system set up there. Um, as in, you know, every month people go to, you know, Washington. Every month people go to another area. Um, of the country, we don't have that where things are happening in mass because because of a lot a number of reasons. But really, you have a lot of racism here. Some of the racism is very different. It's uh, if you're, if you're Caucasian, it's sometimes coming from newer groups. Do you think it's only African American? It's coming from newer groups who are trying to subjugate people who are here into following the ways and the customs of Europe. Right? But people who are Caucasian never say things like, "Well, most of the people who are here who are coming from the Isles." Um, the dom-toms, as the French would say, or as the English would say, the British Isles. Um, and people pretty much means that you're under the authority and the auspices of England, Spain, or um, France, right? Or the Dutch monarchy, which would be places like, um, uh, I can mention something other than, um, let's see, what else besides the one that starts with an S is under, is under the Dutch monarchy, a number of them. Um, but um, the Dutch um, Antilles, right? Um, but in other words, they haven't really been there. Most of them have not been to those developed countries. So then you really have the dynamic where they're here in the United States now telling people who are Caucasian 
negative and hateful things or expressions like why do you have them do anything like these are people who are so-called Negroes, so-called African-Americans where they're seeing them for the first time why are you allowing them to do anything why are you allowing them to have an education why are you allowing them to go to school why are you allowing them to have anything right which is a contradiction because they're here to have a better life and we're supposed to really help people have a better opportunity, have more, have so many opportunities, have so many things they're able to do. So it's really ironic to now see people who are here who really are interested in stopping opportunities and they're supposed to be pursuing opportunities. If you're African-American, sometimes that comes down shockingly from people who are from, it could be from anyone, it could be from people who are from the continent, it could be from people who are from any one of these, Antilles, the Isles, Spanish-speaking Isles, French-speaking Isles, Dutch-speaking Isles, Spanish-speaking Isles. Um, and um, you have to realize that there's this sense of discrimination and people coming from the East as well. Don't 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 say anyone, you know, uh, don't, don't believe that it's not possible. But but um, people don't realize what, what is here. And part of it is because you have to actually promote something different overseas where they have, and here too, where they tell people that America is a country where there's only Caucasians, right? Um, which is really similar to what Europe has, where there's really only Caucasians there. So people, before people come here, they actually think that there's only people who are Caucasian here. They don't realize that there's different groups, people who will never say that they're white because sometimes the word white is offensive, right? And the word black is offensive sometimes because you really don't, there's really no such thing as black and there's no such thing as white, right? These are constructs. Race is a construct. There's no such thing as race. It's a construct. It's an ideology. You can drop an ideology. You can change an ideology. You can reconstruct an ideology. You can rebuild an ideology. You can, you know, you can do all types of things if something is just an ideology. If it's a construct, you can recreate the construct. You can expand the construct. You can do different things. Or sometimes the construct is the pillow, or rather the ideology of the country. What's happening here now is um, you have um, a system where people are unaware that there's some kind of extermination, not extermination, um, but I want to say something happening where people are um, promoting racism and hatred. I also think that it's really dangerous to to overlook, and, and this sounds, to overlook that it's coming from certain groups. And we have to take into account that that a lot of women's rights movements are failures, um, uh, or have failed, and really um, in the sense where they're interested in co-opting people to make them smaller clones, right? In other words, uh, instead of you actually thinking for yourself, you end up having to sit around and you're thinking, you think it actually becomes their thinking instead of you becoming someone who creates your own thoughts and your own discussions, um, so all your own theories. So you would be for the feminist movement. You're repeating Simone de Beauvoir, right? Who was obvious, who was actually debunked and was heavily looked down upon. I mean, Germans. to Simone de Beauvoir, you know, the, the author of the Second Sex. Germans don't really promote women. The idea of someone who's a German woman sort of toppling German men and German philosophers and most of what German philosophers philosophers rely on, and having a woman do it, is insulting. It wouldn't be something that they would push throughout the entire country. And I wouldn't even talk about that, but it's happened it happened here in the United States where it was it became so serious that it's now in the legal system as feminist jurisprudence where people have to consider it in a courtroom even as they prosecute and attack someone. So this has really gone up into the 
um, the legal system, right? Just the thinking, thinking like a feminist, right? And then making men feminists, right? People are publishing articles, how to, how to create a feminist out of, out of something that isn't able to speak, how to create a feminist out of something. It isn't, I mean, it's, it, and so it's, it, there's, a, there's something that's a little scary about it and kind of psychotic. And you have to really say that because I think a lot of people are going around and there's a sense of entitlement that is undue. Entitlement is with people who just got here, who really believe that just because they see things that they've haven't, they haven't seen before, instead of actually analyzing it, maybe they haven't seen, seen this before, seen this dynamic. And America has something very unique. They're really of the belief that they can topple anyone and do anything and step on anyone, really just to get what they want. And, and it's a sense of entitlement that should not exist. A lot of women have a sense of entitlement. Uh, the, the idea of suing someone for child support, the idea of snatching um, certain things away um, from someone uh, in a, where you're in a system that is actually protected by law is psychotic. Um, and it, it, there's a sense of entitlement that's there. And it's actually, it's really ungodly. Um, and to do that, you never snatch someone out of the home. I think I mentioned this before, how unnatural divorce is and that adults make mistakes. And that sometimes if you don't correct yourself, you're perpetually making this mistake, right? And I've watched adults continually make the same mistake over and over again, not just through alcoholism or through drug use, but just the same actions over and over. You know what's wrong. You've been asked to stop. You've been asked to stop by different levels of authority. You know, people have mentioned things to you. People have sat down with you. People have given you a serious face. You're at the point now where, you're, you know, the people who are supposed to rely on you have probably run away from home or have done something really horrible to themselves. You're watching people slip their wrists. You still do the same thing. These are adults. Very serious. And at that point, there's some sort of mental psychosis or some sort of breakdown in the mind happening, even if people look really calm, really sane. You do have functioning drug addicts, functioning alcoholics who you don't know that they are, you know, you don't know that they are, are people who take these drugs or who are or who consume alcohol at that level. And when you see them, they're, they look perfectly fine. It's really when you when you start to look at it, if you actually know what it looks like to have these drugs in your system, system you start to see certain signs. So when I tell, and when the New York Times talks about opium and op- opioids, and you go around New York and you see strange, you see adults, uh, you know, um, in, 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 in situations that they've never been in. You see strange situations that concern violence. You see most of the violence coming in from people who you think, are from here, right? There was a carjacking, for example, the other day. They haven't even said where they're from. I know they're not from here. I know they're from the Isles or something like that. Because because just because in New York you don't really have people who are interested in doing this, they'd likely be able to find you. And America did something really wrong, which is to not register people who are coming into the country. So most of the people who are coming into the United States have no paperwork to be here. So someone has to has to just imagine that for a second. If you are in any country and you have zero paperwork, no identification, nothing to show that you were able to be there, no permission, nothing, no documentation to say how you got there, when you got there, when you're leaving, what's happening. They're in droves. This is this, this is a major, this is a mistake. And to not see it as an emergency is a major mistake. And so um, what 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 happens now is um, these are people who operate where anything they do, they're able to get away with it for, uh, without being targeted. How will you call them? 
How do you know what their real names are? They can give you any name. So these are 50 million outnumber in black and white, and it has not been reported to Europe. Caucasians in the United States are not saying they're afraid. They're not, no one's looking up opium. Opium actually has effects. There's a, there's, there's a, they are effects of opium. Um, and when opium is in the system, you have side effects. You have certain things that happen to people. Um, if it's mixed with any alcohol, if anyone sort of also drinks while having opium in the system, there's certain things that happen and certain things that happen in the long run. It's very serious. And so there's a replacement and a push out by people who are interested in um, maybe be, uh, removing Caucasians and becoming um, Caucasian, but they're not actually Caucasian. Maybe they're from regions where they don't speak English, but they're not really from European countries. They don't really have Caucasians. They're not really Caucasian. I don't want to go there. Um, shouldn't have said that part, but. They also are people who are maybe from what we would call black groups from other countries who maybe want to remove African-Americans and, and go into replace the disposition. You shouldn't want anything like that to happen. It means you want the breakdown of society to occur in some way. If you were to spray African-Americans, you would, it would still come from the sky. It would go into other areas. It would affect a lot of different people, it's actually not possible to spray one person. You have to have other things affected. The soil will be affected. The earth will be affected. It's likely that crops don't grow the same. So this day you still have, um, uh, excuse me, it's likely that things won't, won't, won't be the same. And you also have damaged, um, damaged um, resources. So it ruins resources for the country, it ruins the quality of life, it ruins the structure because people in all of these areas just know how to do things and they just know what to do. And so there's a lot of um, uh, things that are happening now where people don't really know what to do and so their behavior is off. Right? Both sides usually know what to do, they know what different things represent, they know um, certain things according to their areas and their neighborhoods. And towns, and even if they go outside of their towns and outside of their zone or their comfort zone, they know that other areas are very different and they know that other areas have different ways of doing things and they shouldn't necessarily encroach or step when to do things. At the point where you're doing this and encroaching and imposing yourself and stepping on something, the government knows that there's a breakdown that has occurred. I don't want to tell you how, but they know that. If you're a millennial, because the show is geared towards millennials, and we have to be very clear about that, stay in school, number one, to get as much education as you possibly can. Do not do what they did a long time ago where some people thought that it would not matter. The smartest people are walking around and haven't necessarily been through school, but they're smarter than everyone else, which is why I said on the show, you can actually also get the education that you need, even if you had it from your country, if you're not even from here. I would still recommend to enroll in one of these programs. If you can Google it and say which institutions have it so that you can pick up the documentation, how do you do it? If they say that you don't have your high school paperwork, someone went to Harvard and had a GED, finished Harvard, had a GED, right? If you really, really, really are interested in saying, okay, I need to have these, this paperwork here and I can't get it from this place back home, get the GED, pick it up very quickly, three months, six months maybe, very quickly. Maybe you have to take the exam, and that's how you get it. If you can um, do it in, in a qu at a quicker pace, then apply to a university, enroll in the university. You might even have to take the exam. Sometimes you can do that where you can. they even have an IQ test. If your IQ test is higher than most of the people in the university, they might actually accept you. It has, it has, it has happened. 
right? So in other words, the person who takes that exam, the GED test won't pass. But but if you're so smart that at, that the minute maybe your, your first year in high school, you probably can't pass the fourth year level. And you pass higher than people 15 years older than you. You pass higher than people who are um, at a higher pace, which is why you have to. The, the, if you do that, then you can you can you can do whatever you are interested in doing. Because we were talking about this the other day that Africans are scoring higher. Why Africans not? I don't want to say scoring high. Africans are actually higher in math in the United States. So now what you have here are 50 million outnumbering black and white people from Europe who are coming in directly from Europe. Soccer, uh, excuse me, coming in directly from Europe who have a higher reading level, higher English level, higher math level, and Africans who have both the French system as far as education and the English system as far as education. Trust that we have an opioid epidemic. People are losing their minds. They're clinging to people in strange ways. Opium turns into heroin. Heroin addicts cling to people. It's very serious. It's very, very serious. And so trust that if you have this now, this dynamic, you should not be overwhelmed. You should not say, oh, my goodness, there's so many people. You should say, if I'm at a disadvantage, um, what's going to happen? Because, and if you've been to jail, recidivism happens. How does it happen? Because some, sometimes people don't know where to go and what to do. Immediately get a job, and then you, you do exactly what that is. If you've, what was said, but not really just for that. If you're from another country and you really don't know how to do things and it's holding you back to not have any paperwork here, you also want to be in the system. And one of the ways to be in the system is to go to school, try your best to go to school. Sometimes you can make an exception for you because you might go into the program and other immigrants are there. And don't stop there. For some reason, sometimes when people get their GED, they simply stop or they act like it's such a milestone. They see it as something you just need to pick up in order to do something else and have the degree. And it's so serious now that they're trying to push online degrees. It's great to be in the classroom. Yes, it is. It's absolutely wonderful to be in the classroom. And you have to because a lot of people are losers. People who are in the most highest places of the world are losers. Why are they losers? Because they make it so that people fail. They make it so that the world fails. They don't believe in themselves. And the best places, the best people have low self-esteem and set it up so that the regular people fail. That is what's hap- That is what has happened for a very, very long time. It's still happening. All that stuff didn't have to happen. People are, are, are I think they're taking um, the pensions that people have and they're distributing it. And it's really something that they're doing just to test the U.S. government to see if this can be something that they can do and that they can get away with it. That's just my, you know, belief that that's what's happening. I can't prove it. I don't have any sort of documentation that that's happening. I don't have any way of knowing that. I think that that's what they're doing. So it's very serious now because you really have people who are threatening the United States who really don't like the structure, not because they know it. The irony is that they actually don't know the U.S. structure, and so they're breaking it down. What what I understand is that every developed country and non-developed country does not tell you their structure. They don't tell you. They don't actually tell you um, what they do. No one tells you how to be the perfect German. You can't go to Russia as a non-Russian. 
and say, okay, we're going to train, you're going to train me or train that next person to be a Russian and it's going to happen in 24 hours. You can't go to, you know, another country and say that you are going to be this person right away and you're going to train them to be the citizen, not not the citizen, but to be exactly like them in cultural mores, cultural systems, attitudes, speech, where other people from outside see you exactly as the same people in there. They might see you and think that you're from there, but as soon as you'll speak, as soon as you start speaking, the people actually know that you're not from there. They they can tell. Um, and so it's the same. The U.S. is a developed country. Um, in every country, you don't actually know what the details and the secrets here are. Trust me. It doesn't matter what color they are. They can be black or white. If you haven't really been born and raised here, you don't really know certain things. You realize, even when they watch people who have been, they might have someone in their house who's born and raised here. It's very different in every in every place if someone was born and raised in a place. And they tend to know things differently from other people. There's a lot of people who have come here, they've, they're only visiting, or they're visitors and they haven't been here for a long time, and they're angry that they don't know the structure. Or if they believe they know the structure very well, they really don't know why things are the way they are. So there are attacks on different people from the highest levels of Washington to the lowest levels of society. And I don't really want to mention Washington because millennials don't listen to. They don't really respect Washington. You're not, you're not really supposed to like Washington. I mean, of course, you respect um, every institution, but but stay away, I would suggest, from Washington, although we do need people who are, um, we have to change the system where people are younger, but I don't think that um, it's a place for millennials. I think that people at this point have to use protectionism and keep away people who are, I think they have to see people who are not from here as people who are likely to attack people who are. Until the, the the reality of people who are from here being attacked um, goes away. I said that wrong. Until the reality of people um, or Americans being attacked by people who are from other countries um, disappears or doesn't happen anymore, they have to start protecting people who are from here. And they're not doing that. And so maybe now I can't trace how or why it's not happening why it's um why they're not you know adding um um or allowing something like this to um to take place where people are protected and you know they're encouraged to do certain things or to not do certain things or to really you know um take extra measures it's very serious um i um i actually suggested that people of certain groups have to walk in twos I said that if you were African American and walk in twos, if you were Caucasian, walk in twos, uh, walk with people, make sure you're with people. It's very serious. I don't expect adults to follow this all the time. I expect you know them to scoff at it and say, oh, yeah, I don't have to walk in twos. But yeah, if you are someone who's a millennial, you might be by yourself. But if you can try to walk in pairs or in twos and threes, definitely try to do that. Um, and um, and beware of people who try to make you racist. We talked about this before, where Sometimes you're around and you're not really racist and there's, there's someone around who wonders why you have a friend who's black or why you have a friend, you know, who might be from this region and who might say strange things. And why do you hang out with them? Why do you, why do you even have a friend like that? And why do you like them? And, you know, um, just strange things like that. Even if you don't say anything, you're quiet. Sometimes that pushes racism on you or that, that, that makes it, um, so that um, you you pick up those ideologies, and you really should love all people. 
no matter where they're from, no matter what they look like, no matter who they are. Um, and also maintaining privacy is very important because we talked about the process and really being able to not have your process interrupted. If someone says, no, stop, don't be like those women. One of the most important things is were the people who were born into the civil rights movement, who grew up during the civil rights movement, and the, in fact, they have this, this sort of similar behavior now, right? Um, and, and there's a breakdown that exists in those societies in those small little areas. If someone says no, because sometimes they're, you, you watch those people fight, they're also the product of feminism, the product of feminism and the product of civil rights, and they, they had an epidemic when they were growing up, and it's very serious. So just try not to be like them and try to follow tradition as much as possible and get married. It changes you. It helps you pay for school sometimes. It helps you do all kinds of things um, and helps you think more clearly. It secures a meal on the table every every day for you, every night. Um, it, makes you, it makes sure you can always have money. Um, and um, it's very, it, it's security, not for men, not just for women, but for men also. Um, and um, so we're going to try to see if we can still push that and have very, very young um, uh, or continue to have um, healthy um, relationships. Thank you for listening to the show, and um, please tune in. We have another one coming up. Have a great day, and thank you again. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.